Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this great King, this great Messiah, our Lord Jesus Christ. He promised that He would come through the clouds. His word is very clear through the Holy Spirit by the Apostle Paul. And, and, and also our Lord Jesus speaks of His coming in the Gospels. And He's coming for us any moment. And we need to be ready. He said to watch therefore and be ready. Dove Schwartz here in Northern Israel proclaiming King Jesus is coming and we need to get ready. Now I have a special program today. Oh, I think it will help us get ready. It will help us walk with our Lord Jesus. It will help us be more like our Lord Jesus and be pleasing to our Father in heaven. Oh, pray with me, will you, for this program today. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name for all of our wonderful listeners today. And we thank you that we're saved. We thank you that you have a place prepared for us, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you're coming back to get us and take us to that place. Now I ask you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, that you would bless our listeners today, bless the teaching of your word, the hearing of your word, and help prepare us for your coming, Lord Jesus. Amen. There's an important passage of Scripture I'm going to discuss, and it is in uh, the book of Hebrews. And in Hebrews chapter 3, we have uh, a very important message for us today. Now, uh, the book of Hebrews, along with the book of, of 1 Peter and the book of James or Jacob, uh, and I believe Jude, were initially written to, to Jewish believers in Messiah Jesus. And then by extension, of course, because of the great covenant, the new covenant, uh, Jew and Gentile in Messiah Jesus, but initially written to Jewish believers. And so uh, in Hebrews, he, he addresses and speaks very clearly about how the Jewish people operated before the time of Messiah Jesus and, and, and lessons to be learned from some of their successes and, and, and many of their mistakes and sins. <clears throat> and, and, and so uh, we have the benefit of learning from their mistakes. You know, they were walking in these things out for the first time. We can look back, you know, there's a term that goes like this. There's wisdom, and then there's great wisdom. Wisdom learns from one's own mistakes. Great wisdom learns from other people's mistakes. And we can use great wisdom today as we look at Hebrews chapter 3. Now, now I want to I remind us before we read these passages... We live in a time right now uh, where uh, the, the, the judgments of the Lord are all around us. Have you thought about this before? That, that the Lord's judgment is, is um, very comprehensive. Think of this. When the Lord blesses people, does he use all of his creation? Does he use people, places, and things? Well, certainly he does. He uses any part of his creation to bless people. But why do we not think, why do we behave as if he doesn't do the same thing with uh, judgment? Why do we think that? Well, he does. He uses people, places, and things for his judgment as well. So when you see the things that we're watching on the news today, when you see the things that we're watching in the world today, know this, we're seeing the Lord's judgments fall all over the world. And so this is not a time to walk in our own ways. This is not a time to walk by the dictates of our own heart. 
This is not a time to live for ourselves. This is a time to learn the ways of the Lord. You know, in the great prophet Isaiah, he says this. He says, My ways are not your ways, nor are my thoughts your thoughts, says the Lord. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so are my thoughts above your thoughts, and my ways above your ways. We, we need to remember that. We need to remember that, that right now, the Lord's ways are different than our ways. The Lord's thoughts are different than our thoughts. And if we don't start as the body of Messiah Jesus, walking by the mind of Messiah, listen, this is, there's a term that they used to say when they played poker, they say the price of poker has gone up. Yeah, the, the price to pay, excuse me, the price to play has gone up. You got to pay to play and the price to play around with the things of God, to play around uh, uh, dabbling in the sins and the ways of this world. The price for that is going up quick, folks. Just watch the news. You can see that. What we need to do is, is learn the ways of the Lord. So we're going to look back at an example in Hebrews chapter 3 that the writer of Hebrews gives for the Jewish believers in Messiah Jesus and by extension all believers in Messiah Jesus all around the world by the way that they behaved in the wilderness under the leadership of Moses. It says this in beginning at Hebrews chapter 3 verse 8. Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness where your fathers tested me and saw my works 40 years. Wow. Wow. He says, Therefore I was angry with that generation, and here we go, here's why, and said, They always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Now we know from other places in Hebrews and in the Bible that when he speaks of his rest, he means the promises he had for them in the land of Israel. The promises he had for them in the land of Israel. And, and, and think of this. Are you ready? Out of those millions, some believe, scholars believe, like three million, two to three million Jewish people that left in the Exodus out of Egypt, how many, is my question, actually entered into Israel in the promised land? How many? Here, here's the answer. Two. Two. How is that? Well, firstly, firstly, who was that? It was Joshua and Caleb. These are men who had a different spirit. They saw the giants when the 12 spies were sent out to spy out the land of Israel. Canaan, before it was called Israel, to spy out the land. And they said they came back, 10 of the, of the, of the spies said, oh, uh, we, we're like grasshoppers in their sights. They'll, they'll kill us. They're, they're giants. And, and, and they discouraged the people of Israel and caused a rebellion against Moses and even threatening to stone him. Yeah? It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And so, think of this. Two of the 12 said, no, they will be bread for us. The Lord has given us this land and given them to make us stronger when we win against these giants in battle. We'll know it's the Lord who is with us, right? And, and so uh, this, this caused a great rebellion. Uh, the children of Israel then wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. 
and all of them perished. They all died without seeing the land, going into the land of Israel. Moses saw the land of Israel, but didn't enter into it then. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But two, Joshua and Caleb, who had a good report. Now, the Bible is very clear that the reason Moses didn't enter in because of, of an incident uh, where he struck the rock twice to bring forth water when he was told to speak to the rock. I can't go into the reasons and the explanation of that right now. I don't have time with this teaching. But I will say this. The Lord had good plans for Moses because he did end up entering into the land of Israel. Really? When? On the Mount of Transfiguration we see in the Gospels that there with Messiah Jesus were Elijah and Moses. Yes? So uh, in, their, in their heavenly temporary bodies, because later on in the millennium, all will have eternal glorified bodies, they were there in, in form with Messiah Jesus, and they were seen by Peter, James, or Jacob, and John, right? And anyhow, the point is, lest I digress, that the reason, or the reasons, there's two primary reasons the Lord was angry with the children of Israel, and they perished in the wilderness. And after our break... We're going to look at, for the rest of our program, look at these two reasons why the Lord was so angry with the children of Israel so that we might get to exercise great wisdom and learn from their mistake. Hey, you know what? I lived a long part of my life with the Lord very angry with me. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. Here in this passage is the way to not get close to that boundary of angering the Lord. Uh, so, but first, a break. I have to share with you. Oh, and I get to share with you this blessed ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers here in Israel. Oh, these, these people are so special. Oh, listen, you don't know what you're missing if you're not learning more about and partnering with the Israeli believers. We're going to do a program specifically about the Israeli believers, what the Bible teaches, but you can go to our website, blessingisraelibelievers.com, and there's a, a, a section there that says, what does the Bible say? You can learn today what it says about the Israeli believers. Uh, it's a, it, they're a sign, they're a wonder in this hour, this final hour just before the coming of the Lord. And you have a great opportunity to prayerfully and financially partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. At, at the lion's portion, most of American Christian funds go to organizations to help Israel and none of that money that goes to those two primarily big organizations goes to Israeli believers. It all goes to unbelieving organizations. I have people come up to me all the time and say, oh, do you know about this organization or that organization? Two big ones. And I say, yes. They say, well, that's where we've been giving for 10 years. Well, then for 10 years, not a penny of the money you've been giving has been going to believers in Israel. It's all been going to unbelievers. Isn't that something? And so uh, you, go to, you give to blessingisraelibelievers.com. And, and the funds go to Israeli believers, not un unbelieving organizations. So having said that, go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. When you financially partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, you also help keep Watch Therefore Media going, that we're proclaiming this message of watching for the coming of Messiah Jesus. So having said that, let's continue with our program today. What we talked about before the break, by the way, if you just turned on the program, my name is Dove Schwartz here in Northern Israel proclaiming King Jesus is coming. Uh, we just left this break where we talked about the ministry Blessing Israeli Believers. Our co-host who's often on the program, John McTurnan, and I co-founded that ministry. And, and having said that, we're back into the program now, and 
We're talking about in Hebrews chapter 3 how the Lord was so angry with the children of Israel. We discussed that, uh, that there's a couple types of wisdom I'm talking about on the program today. One is just primary wisdom that learns from one's own mistakes, but then there's great wisdom that learns from other people's mistakes. And we have an opportunity to do that as we look at the children of Israel who were in the wilderness. They angered the Lord so much that only two out of about two million or two to three million entered into the land of Israel, and the rest of them died in the wilderness at his hand of judgment. And so here are the two reasons. Therefore I was angry with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. If there was ever a church generation that fit this description, it is this generation that's listening to this program today. It's this generation that's in this world today. It's a generation of professing believers of Jesus whose hearts are, are, are frankly adulterous and, and, and worldly and carnal and, 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 and idolatrous and, and, and that are, are people who profess the name of Jesus, profess to follow Jesus, who don't know the ways of the Lord. That's what this generation is. If, if I were to ask, what does it mean, the ways of the Lord? It's the way the Lord thinks, the way He operates, the way He does things, the things that are pertaining to His character. What do you mean? Well, the Lord's holy. The Lord's holy. The Lord's pure. The Lord is good. The Lord is righteous. And so, he hates sin. He hates unrighteousness. He hates things that are unholy. And so, he tells his people, for example, in one of the letters to the Corinthian church, who didn't know his ways and operated, frankly, in a way that was very offensive to the Lord, he said, come out from among them. Be holy as I am holy. Be separate from the world and its wickedness. Be holy, for I am holy, says the Lord. Right? Come out from among them. Peter discusses that in his letter, one of his letters as well. Be holy, for I am holy. Come out from among them. Be separate, and I will walk amongst you. You will be my people. I will be your God. That's the kind of thing he says, right? Yet we live in a generation of, of professing Christians. Uh, here's a great example, a great example. I was in a movie theater, and this this minister who had been ministering the gospel for 30 years, he'd been walking around the world carrying the cross. His name was Arthur Blessed. And so he, he was able to, with the help of other uh, organ, uh, believing organizations and networks, he was able to get this program, this documentary, this glorious testimony of him carrying the cross around the world um, into major theaters. And, 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 Believers in Jesus were, 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 were spoken to, and, and this was advertised and promoted to believing uh, churches and across the nation, please support this movie. Bring your lost friends. They'll come to Jesus when they see this. So I went and watched that movie. I sat and wept through a bunch of it, right? But the movie theater was empty, the one I was sitting in. But the, ones, the movie theaters all around me in that big complex, they were full to the brim. R-rated movies, blasphemous movies. Blasphemous movies full of nudity and sexuality and all that. Guess who was in those theaters? The ones who should have been sitting in the theater about the cross. Why? They're professing believers in Jesus. But they love darkness. They love things that are against the Lord. They're, they're sitting in movies that blaspheme the name of the Lord. They're sitting in movies and listening to them and, and being inundated in their eyes and their ear gates and their souls with, with filth and profanity and, 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 and sexual immorality. And, and that's entertaining to them. They pay money for that. 
while the movie theater with the brother who, who's given his life to carry the cross and reach people with the gospel, Christians aren't interested in that. Why? They don't know the ways of the Lord. They go straight in their hearts. Their hearts are far away from Him. And that's why, for example, in America, the country has gone dropping like a brick dropped into a lake, sinking quickly. Why? See, we are given a charge to be salt and light to our nation. But we're so, we're so full of mixture of the world and wickedness and darkness. Why? Because we don't know God's ways. We don't know that that's offensive to Him. Think about this. Stay with me, please. Think about this. Let's just say you were an American businessman and you were a CEO of a company and you were sending over a sales team to close a multi-million dollar deal in an Asian country. Let's just say Japan. And, and, and the thing is, is that you, you missed something. You, you did all your homework on the business end of it. You did all your stuff, but you didn't learn some of the customs and some things that if you, if you did them would very much offend these people, right? Just didn't even think about it. And right when you get off the plane, your sales team starts doing things that offend them. And, and not that this, would, this analogy would work much today. Maybe it would work 50 years ago. Not much offends people in this world today except for Jesus. But anyhow, get, stay with me on the analogy. Um, and, and so you lose the deal. You kill everything because you just wouldn't learn or, or forgot to learn the customs or the ways of those you'll be trying to work with. Well, see, the Lord has his ways. He has his ways. And, and, and so professing believers in Jesus who don't know the Bible, they don't pray much, they really don't think about the ways of the Lord at all, live day to day offending this holy creator of everything. I'm going to tell you, when I gave my life to Jesus, I learned the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. And I began learning very quickly how offensive the way I thought, the way I spoke, and the way I behaved with him and with people and with, his, with, the, with my life. I started learning how offensive I was to him because I didn't know his ways. And what I determined to do is for the rest of my life, I'm going to learn the ways of the Lord. Oh, listen, his ways are ways of pleasantness and goodness and peace and righteousness and joy. His ways, his ways. Now, in, in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew scriptures in the, in the Old Testament, there's a word called derek, derek. We would say in English, derek. And it means path. It also means way. And Messiah Jesus said, if I could use that Hebrew word in the New Testament context, Messiah Jesus said, enter by the narrow gate. Because wide is, is, is the gate and path. And many are on it that lead to destruction. But narrow is the gate and difficult is the way that leads to life. And only a few find it. Two out of a couple million made it into Israel. Messiah Jesus said, not everyone who says to me in that day, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father in heaven. How do you do the will of our Father in heaven? You have to know his ways. You have to have a pure heart. You have to have a heart that is pure and clean. Who can enter into the holy hill of the Lord? Those who have clean hands and a pure 
heart. And that doesn't come by accident. No, it comes intentionally through prayer and seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and living a holy life by His grace and His mercy that flows through your life, giving you a greater understanding and awareness and measure of the mind of Christ. Yeah? No, listen. Much of what calls itself Christianity today is just a business. It's all about self and it has very little to do with this crucified and resurrected Savior. What will you do with a message like this today? Oh, pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless all of our listeners today. Oh, as your judgments are falling and, 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 and as being at the wrong place at the wrong time costs so much more now than it ever has. Oh, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, please, please, please open the eyes of your people. Holy Spirit, convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, maybe you're religious, maybe you go to church, maybe you even have a Bible, but you're not born again. And you'll go to hell without being born again and receiving Jesus as Lord. He loves you. He wants to forgive you today. Jesus, save me. I'm a sinner. Cry out to him. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you, you, you were buried on the third day, rose again. And I, I want to turn away from my way to your way. I want to repent and believe in Jesus, O oh, Father in heaven. Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner. I bless all of our listeners today, Father. Bless them, bless them, bless them. We thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Well, I pray the program blessed you today. It, it, it truly is. Uh, I think you can tell the most serious hour generation. Uh, and, and, and we need to be ready. I mean, even the lost. I talk to them on airplanes. I talk to them all over the place. They see. They see how bad this generation is and how much trouble is coming. Why can't believers in Jesus see it? Oh, listen. It's all around us. The trouble uh, is at the gate. And, and we need to learn the Lord's ways. Why? Then in the midst of the trouble, we will have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We'll have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We'll be a blessing to many people. And that's why the Lord placed us here in this generation. Again, our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, sponsored the program today. You can go to Blessing Israeli believers.com blessing israelibelievers.com ask send an email to us from that website ask to get placed on our monthly newsletter people are all over the world are praying for for israel and getting blessed and joining in with what the lord is doing here in the land so don't miss out on that and again um you know this is really like a final 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 call for our blessing israeli believers feast of tabernacles israel tour if you join now you have to pay all the money right now and the gate is closing quickly uh, we have a, a great tour set up and we have uh, people who are in the tour ready to go from all over the place and encourage you. This is like the last call to get in on, on the Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel tour in October. BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com is where you find out about that as well. Now, our time is up and this is the way I like to close the program. Remember to watch therefore. Why? Messiah Jesus is coming in the clouds for his people. When? Any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore 
P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.